my fellow Americans and my fellow patriots all across this great nation and all across the globe. Okay, so I'm going to give you a heads up and a warning. I have my son. I'm in a hotel room. I'm running this podcast from the hotel room. I've been getting requests from different people telling me that they want to know what's going on. So I'm on a vacation right now or what we want to call a vacation. We're, We're visiting some family up in Wisconsin. I mean, some friends up in Wisconsin. You're going to be hearing background noise. You're going to be hearing my kids. You're going to be hearing my daughter yelling. You're going to be hearing. But I keep it real. I keep it 100. And this is the way I run the podcast. So um, that being said, one thing that I have noticed from this entire trip, America is not divided, my friends. I have crossed through Georgia, Kentucky, Tennessee. I have crossed to Chicago, Illinois, Atlanta, I have talked and conversated with different people and different gas stations and different stops. And I'm going to tell you something that I saw in common with all of these issues, that all of this, all of these places that I went to. One thing that I found in common was, is that one, our country is diverse, completely diverse. Everywhere I went, I saw blacks, Hispanics mingling with one another talking to each other, no issues. So this whole liberal idea that they've orchestrated, this whole thing that they've orchestrated making us think our country's divided, it's far from it. Now, the second thing I noticed was, yeah, Donald Trump won Georgia. Without a fucking doubt, Donald Trump won Georgia. Everywhere I went, I saw a flag for Donald Trump. Donald Trump is loved all over the state of Georgia. There is no way... He won Georgia. Right now, I'm in um, in a city. Babe, what is the city that I'm in right now? Saint 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 Champion Champion. Uh, 
Illinois. This is our, our final pit stop tomorrow. We arrive at Wisconsin to spend some time, go hunting, do a lot of fun things, fishing with the kids, spending time with loved ones. Um, but that being said, um, I noticed, I noticed um, as I was crossing state by state, I saw truckers that were women, which made me realize I was looking at them and my wife goes, oh my God, that trucker is a woman. And I was like, yeah, this shows you how far this country's come. That you got women that could be truckers now. You've got African-Americans. As a matter of fact, African-Americans united with whites, Hispanics. I was at a hotel in Tennessee and I was hearing everybody talking Spanish. And I actually witnessed something that was quite beautiful. I actually witnessed um, a young gentleman. It was a young gentleman that was, uh, he was valet, Right. And he thinks I didn't notice this, but there was somebody that was apparently on drugs and homeless. He was African-American. He was black. And this this young valet guy came up to him after I had tipped him and he went ahead and gave him a $5. Now, this was a white person helping somebody that he knew was in problems. And I, and I went up to him afterwards and I asked him and I told him... Um, so what's the deal? Like, what? Well, why'd you do that? I'm curious or whatever. He says, uh, he comes here all the time. I always help him out. He's actually a pretty nice guy once you get to know him. He looks like he's crazy and he's on drugs, but, you know, he's got a good heart and all that stuff. People, this is what America is. Americans love one another. We don't see skin color. We don't see all that other bullshit. That's the left that's created this division. The left continues to create the division because creating the division is what gets them the votes. It's what it's what divides us and it and it's what motivates it's what motivates them they have no agenda i mean i literally saw somebody right now post on facebook um these accomplishments that apparently obama bill clinton and joe biden have done that have never happened apparently they did programs socialized programs um, that were so beneficial to Americans like Obamacare that killed mil- uh, killed so many so much private insurance for so many Americans raised their premiums. Um, yeah, how did that help Americans again? And then tax them at the end of the year if you don't have insurance. Apparently, we don't have that choice either through Obamacare. But Trump removed that one. But unfortunately, now the Supreme Court ruled in favor. Um, very weird things, man. I'm telling you, very weird things are going on in this country. Um, I have, I do apologize, guys. It is very difficult to travel cross country, bring your equipment, and have enough time. And especially when you're in a hotel room with two kids, a wife, and we're exhausted. And it's very difficult to run a podcast with complete silence, with nothing going on in the background. But I felt like I had to do something since you guys haven't heard from me in a long time. And this was just the experience that I've been having. Just talking to Americans and for those liberals out there that want to question what I'm saying, whether the validity of what I'm saying, hit the road, travel through the United States, see how united the Americans really are. Look at it from an outside perspective, not look at it from any political spectrum. Just look at society for what it is. What the hell? Just look at society for for the things that 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 make it work. And you'll see that most people are united. Most Americans love each other and most Americans. But I will give you a positive note. People are fighting back. 
And this is what Republicans have to continue to do. We have to continue to fight back. For example, this this particular video caught my attention because of what's going on in schools right now. And this lady finally stood up against this radical left-wing agenda and what they want to teach our children. Apparently, they forget that taxpayer dollars is what pays teachers. And apparently, they forget that we have a say on what we want our children to learn. But this lady knew exactly what she had to say. And I'll let you guys just tune in and listen to it yourselves. That when our students want to know whether or not they have a vagina or a penis, they have pictures from your staff to be able to help them. They don't have enough sex. They don't have enough anal sex. They need adults to tell them how to masturbate. And what I call that is just... So here's what I'm asking you. You have a hard time hearing this from me, but this is for for 10 years old and up, and this bill was passed for five-year-olds. came to your school when she procures bids for ISU with construction and came to your school and spoke to your staff for two straight days. Why did she do that? This is why she did that. This is why she did that. To make sure that when our students want to know whether or not they have a vagina or a penis, they have pictures from your staff to be able to help them. They don't have enough sex. They don't have enough anal sex. They need adults to tell them how to masturbate. And what I call that is So here's what I'm asking you. You have a hard time hearing this from me, but this is for, for 10 years old and up and this bill was passed for five-year-olds and you have a hard time me sitting here telling you the words anal sex masturbation that's hard for you or the time's up because the time's not really up i don't believe you mr wiley that my time is up but i'm going to end with this I'll, I'll close with this because this was too much for you i can tell right now and that's why you're cutting me off but last time i said you know what critical race theory little girl in the back was laughing every single time megan said something because white people oppress black people right is it your principal black? Is it your mayor black? Now I would like to introduce to you Ty Smith. Response to my concerns about bathroom privacy and safety was, well, there are stalls in the bathrooms. Now boys are reading erotica in the classrooms next to girls, and you want to give them access to girls' locker rooms, and you want to force girls to call those boys she. You do this in the name of inclusivity while ignoring the girls who will pay the price. Your policies choose boys' wants over girls' needs. Two years ago, I was told policy 1040 was just an umbrella philosophy, and you weren't going to allow boys into the girls' locker rooms. But here you are doing just that. Everyone knows what a boy is, even you. Your proposed policies are dangerous and rooted in sexism. When woke kids asked me if I was a lesbian or a trans boy because I cut my hair short, it should tell you these modern identities are superficial. My guidance counselor's response to my concerns about bathroom privacy and safety was, well, there are stalls in the bathrooms. Now boys are reading erotica in the classrooms next to girls, and you want to give them access to girls' locker rooms, and you want to force girls to call those boys she. You do this in the name of inclusivity while ignoring the girls who will pay the price. Your policies choose boys' wants over girls' needs. My friends, this is what I am fighting for. This is what I'm fighting against. This ridiculousness that's being created by the left. And people are rising up. And this is what I'm against. This is why I hate the left. This is why I hate the left's ideology. 
This is why I hate people that hate our country because they do hate our country. If they didn't hate our country, they wouldn't be putting women last. How many years they ha how many years have women been fighting for their rights? So now we have a group of transgenders and now that group, that small minuscule group is going to override the rights of women and the women that died for those rights. In my honest opinion, I'm not going to stand for it. I think it's stupid. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I think it's the stupidest thing ever. I don't care whether somebody's a transgender, what they want to identify, if they have 190-something identities that they want to identify as. I don't, I don't listen to celebrities. I don't care what they have to say, if they're trans, if they're this, if they're that. Whatever, makes, whatever floats your boat and makes you happy, by all means, do whatever you want. But don't force that upon my kids. Don't force that upon my kids because you're not the one that raises my kids. You're not the ones that go through the trouble that I go through with my kids. You're not the one that parents my kids and you're not the one that changes the way my kids develop their brains. Not going to happen. Not on my watch. And this is why I am so passionate about what I do. This is why I'm doing the Republican Nation, the TRN 2021 tour bus. This is why I will be at CPAC. This is why I will continue to fight. This is why I invest my own money into this to make sure that the message is loud and clear. This is what I'm trying to do. This is why I fight for every single one of the voices of all my listeners that listen to me. This is why I, I let your voices be heard on my, on my platform because everyone is entitled to their voice. Now, one man that should not be entitled by his voice would be Joe Biden that's making it, as we speak, is making a complete fucking ass out of himself. And um, apparently in the G7, this guy is an idiot. He forgets what, what uh, country's what. He's forgetting everything. He's making the U.S. look extremely weak. Putin's laughing at him. I mean, this is just, this is, this is extremely embarrassing for anyone who loves this country or furthermore, anyone who has fought for this country to see where this country has gone to. Listen to what this moron actually said during the G7. Uh, that uh, uh, Sir, good evening. Thank you. Um, in a weekend interview, Vladimir Putin laughed at the suggestion that you had called him a killer. Is that still your belief, sir, that he is a killer? And I'll continue the trend if you don't mind of asking a second question. Do you believe if he does agree to cooperate, then what kind of a challenge do you find yourself in? How would you ever trust him? And if Ronald Reagan said trust but verify, what do you say to Vladimir Putin? <laughs> to answer the first question, <laughs> I'm laughing too. They actually, I no, the world is laughing, Joe. The well, world is look, laughing. I mean, he has made clear that uh, uh, the answer is, I believe he has in the past essentially acknowledged that he was. Uh, there are certain things that he would do or did do. But look, um, when I was asked that question, 
on air. I answered it honestly. But it's not much of a I, I, I don't think it matters a whole lot in terms of this next meeting we're about to have. The second question was. I'd verify first and then trust. In other words, everything would have to be shown to be actually occurring. It's not about, uh, you know, uh, uh, trusting. It's about agreeing. You know, when we uh, when you write uh, treaties with your adversaries, you don't say I trust you. You say this is what I expect. And if you violate the agreement you made, then we the, the quote the treaties off the agreements off. And uh, I'm hoping that uh, that President Putin concludes that there is some interest in terms of his own interests in changing the perception that the world has of him in terms of whether or not he uh, will engage in uh, um, behavior that's more consistent with uh, um, what is considered to be uh, appropriate behavior for head of state. Um, Anne Guerin, The Washington Post. Thank you, Mr. President. Uh, here at, at this meeting and earlier at the G7, you've said several times that America's back at allies' side. But a lot of those allies are themselves pretty rattled by what happened on January 6th, an attempted uh, overturning of your election. This is the bullshit uh, And they may the still be alarmed on. by the continued hold that Donald Trump has over the Republican Party and the rise of nationalist figures like him around the world. What do you say to those allies? What have you been saying to them at, at these meetings about how the next president of the United States can keep any promises you make? What I'm saying is them to them is watch me. I mean, I'm not saying any of them, quite frankly. I'm just going out. People, as I've said before, don't doubt that I mean what I say. And they believe that I keep my commitments when I say it. I'm not making any promises to anyone that I don't believe are overwhelmingly likely to be kept. I think that we're at a moment where, I mean, let me put it this way. You may have had a different view, but I think an awful lot of people thought that my showing up at the G7 would not produce any kind of enthusiasm about American leadership and about where America was. I would suggest that it didn't turn out that way. I would suggest that there is a... Um, the leaders I'm dealing with in NATO and the G7 are leaders who know our recent history, know generically the character of the American people, and know where the vast center of the public stands. Not Democrat, Republican, but who we are. We're a decent, honorable nation. And I think that they have seen things happen. Okay, I think you guys have heard enough of that bullshit. But uh, again, Joe Biden's America. If you want Joe Biden's America, go visit Portland, Oregon, and you could see what Joe Biden's America looks like. They've just indicted one of these riot officers that worked um, during the riots that Antifa was attacking and destroying everything. He was indicted, indicted and uh, since he was indicted, the entire riot team went ahead and... Uh, 
they quit their job. And I congratulate them for standing up to that because don't worry, there's plenty of red states that are going to rehire these police officers. But again, ladies and gentlemen, this doesn't end here. The hypocrisy doesn't end here. This guy is a an embarrassment to our country. The left is losing. They know they're losing. They know this every single day. That's why they are trying to pass these radical laws and these election laws prior before 2022. They know they're going to lose the House. They're going to lose the Senate. And, and when this Arizona audit, I would not be surprised when this Arizona audit is done, they're going to realize that there was election fraud and all of us conspiracy theorists, as they like to call us, all of us are going to be pretty much vindicated from all the shit that everyone's told us. We've been putting up with it. We've been standing by. Again, I do not think Donald Trump will be president again. I can't go as far as the QAnon community and say he's going to be president again. But they are definitely going to find out that this election was rigged. Without a doubt, I have no doubt in my mind that this entire election was completely rigged. There is no way on earth I can think that Americans are that stupid to vote in this insane, senile old man that doesn't even know where he's at, when he's there, can't answer a fucking question from a news reporter. This guy is a clown. This guy is a complete and utter clown. And this is the president of our country. I What I saw on this little road trip so far... I mean, again, guys, don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel, The Republican Nation, to all my major platforms. What I saw so far on this road trip wasn't a divided America, wasn't an America that hates each other. I saw people having conversations everywhere, different states, mingling with one another in restaurants. I didn't see that hate the left says that we have. I didn't see any of that. I saw Americans going about their businesses. I saw Americans working together. I saw Americans, I saw white guys with black guys. I saw um, Hispanics with blacks with whites. I didn't see anything out of the ordinary. But a united America, an America that wants to survive, that people that want to make a living, people want to live their lives, they want to move on with their lives, but the left won't let them. Because the left's goal is one thing and one thing only, is to divide us, take our guns, and create a socialist-type government that we Americans don't want. They wipe their ass with the Constitution. We already know that. You've got idiots on the left like Whoopi Goldberg. Um, you've got all sorts of celebrities on the left that, for some apparent reason, support this socialist movement, yet they would be the first one that would be directly affected by it, which just shows you how dumb they are. They do not realize they're part of the elites they're, or, or they're just pretending and then they're going to the ballot box saying they're going to vote for Joe Biden and vote for Donald Trump. But you would have to be a complete moron to vote against your own best interests. I mean, that, at least that's what I would think. Um, look, doctors, everyone's saying that, the, that Joe Biden should have a cognitive test. Apparently, the White House doesn't care. There's no comment. He doesn't have to do it. The left can get away with whatever they want. Now, Ronald Reagan had to do it. Senator McCain had to do it. But apparently, Joe Biden is above that. 
Um, and you know what? Everybody's turning. It's just, you just got to look at what's happening, my friends. You just got to look at what's happening. Joe Rogan literally told CNN's Brian Stutler, hey, motherfucker, you're supposed to be a journalist. People are starting to see the bullshit. People are starting to see the ridiculousness of the left. And I promise you, we are going to end up victorious. And guys, I promise you that on this trip to Wisconsin, I will get interesting people on the show. This is just the beginning. I promise you that um, you're going to love the video I'm going to post there on, on YouTube. I'm going to be posting videos of the entire experience, the whole road trip. Um, and then once we get this uh, tour going, I'm going to be interacting with people, interviewing people. Um, I'm going to be doing a lot of... I, I will tell you one thing that left me pretty shocked. Um, my wife had no faith in my Land Rover. I have a very old Land Rover, but I have hooked it up. I, I, I like that car. I've always liked it. It's a car that's very rugged, outdoorsy, and it's made it so far. It's made it. But one thing that left me really shocked is how much gas is affecting. I mean, the difference in prices as I kept moving further north, price gas, gas prices just kept going up, up, up. Once I hit Illinois, boy, it was game over. It was game over. So I'm looking forward to this tour To this tour that I'm going to do. I'm looking forward to meeting a lot of you guys out there that have invited me. I'm looking forward to speaking in a lot of these schools that I was invited to. Um, I'm very excited about the whole experience. I do this for the love that I have for politics and for, for you guys, the American people, my fellow Americans. I love you guys. Um, that being said, if you want to be on my show... You can easily send me an email. I have not forgotten anybody that sent me any emails. I've just been driving and driving and driving, and I haven't had a chance to stop and just do a podcast. And as you can hear from the background noise, it's becoming, it's almost impossible. Um, but you can reach me at Jace, that's J-A-S-E, at therepublicannation.com. Or if you want to show some love and support, you can also visit therepublicannationstore.com. Again, I don't ask for donations, but if you want to purchase our merchandise it does help the tour there's a lot of money that needs to be invested for this tour but i am looking forward to it god bless you all god bless america god bless your families god bless america and um, i wish you guys all the best i hope you enjoy your morning America great again.